So welcome, ladies, to my next episode of my podcast, Dating Tips for Single Women. And I'm your host, Anja Boyd, uh, a founder of findtheoneelite.com. And today, I have a very special guest here with me. Ah, so excited. Deanna Lorraine. Hi, Deanna. Oh, it's so good to see you. Great to be here too. What an introduction too. I love your I love your enthusiasm and energy. Ah, oh, that's just the beginning, right? We're just getting started. So, so I'm sure that this is like, who is this woman? So, well, you know, Deanna Lorraine is an internationally acclaimed relationship coach and matchmaker, and she is recognized as one of the leading dating and relationship gurus in the country. You know, she's respected largely for extensive expertise and knowledge of modern dating, which there's a difference between the modern dating and the more conservative dating, relationships, men, and really mastering the art of attracting your ideal man. And, and that's what I find really interesting. Growing up with four brothers as the only female, you know, she was immersed in males and the male mind. So she has an innate understanding of men, what they want, how to communicate and connect with them, which makes her powerfully insightful and uniquely adept at coaching women on how to improve their relationships with men, right? Which that's, I think that's like the biggest thing. It's like the communication aspect with, with men, right? That so many women are struggling with. And she's been featured on Rachel Ray Show to Glamour Magazine, Good Morning America. She's a regular contributor to Men's Health Magazine and Fox News. So with that, I have so much more, I have so much more I could share. And with that, I welcome you to the show, Deanna. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We can't hear to hear all your juicy wisdom that you have to share with us. Perfect. When it comes to understanding men, right, and, and really authentic attraction. So that's what we're really talking about today. Mm -hmm. so, so first, you know, I always love to ask this, this the first question, and the listeners always want to know, why, why are you so passionate about what you do? That's a great question. I've been passionate about relationships since I was a little girl. And... I've always just been fascinated with uh, with dynamics between men, men and women, and mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, for the longest time I can remember, I was always in love with Cinderella and fairy tales. Oh. Yeah, and just like I'm like that is so possible, you know. And I just want that. I crave that. Right. My own Cinderella story came crashing down a little bit when when I was nine years old. My parents got a divorce. And it was hard going through that as a young girl because I was just so, you know, fascinated with the love fairy tale that mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, my God, like, I wish there was something I could have done to tell my parents if I had known certain relationship strategies or something that maybe I could have helped them stay together and not get a divorce. Mm -hmm. And so that divorce kind of triggered my my like kind of more obsession with relationships and and and, uh, and studying them. But then it really turned from a passion into a mission, I would say, when I was in high school. My mom got remarried when, um, when I was in elementary school. And then unfortunately, in high school, when I was in high school, she, they got divorced again. It just didn't work out. There was a second divorce. 
Mm. And during that time, there was a lot of other divorces with friends and, and couples around me that just the divorce rate started rising. And it went from, you know, a hobby of un- wanting to understand relationships to really feeling like this is my life's work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure this out like it's the holy grail and understand what makes a relationship really work and last. And there's so many stressors and challenges that are unique to today's modern day mm-hmm. in relationships that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. And, and how can I figure out those keys to making relationships work, to choosing the right partner? Um, to even uh, to attracting the right partner and then having that epic fairy tale relationship that that lasts so that's why this is my passion in a nutshell oh I love that right because you know you had like this conflict between you had the fairy tale but then you had like the outside that was actually not matching the fairy tale right and to you know to be like so bad Right. And it's like this, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, how can I believe in this fairy tale? But my mom is like not experiencing this fairy tale because our parents are so much our role models. Right. Yeah. I mean, one, uh, one uh, documentary I watched, you know, they said like that basically your mother is really that first human sample Mm -hmm. that we see, right. Like as a baby, we don't know what a human is. Mm -hmm. We don't even know. Right. So it's like, Oh, that's a human is mom. And then everything else is like projected whatever we see in mom, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so fascinating. And I'm always learning about you, Deanna. That's like you're deep like a well, right? Yeah. And so, so tell me like a couple of things that you see with the women that you work with. You know, what blind spots do you see that they are not aware of when it comes to, you know, communicating with men, understanding the modern way of dating and, 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 and certainly attracting using the power of attraction versus the you know power of i don't know manipulation or you know persecution uh, pursuing right persuasion well you know it's funny because i i actually think that there's been there's been so many changes in our society mm-hmm. right with uh with gender roles and with sexuality and with uh feminism, women rising to power and everything. And we're all equal now. And societally, we're pretty much equal. And, uh, you know, there were some wonderful things about feminism. But on the other hand, though, there's some unintended consequences that have happened with women pushing so much for equality and equal roles uh, that weren't there before. And mm-hmm. one thing is that women, it's relatively new to for women to bring home the bacon, you know, for her to have a really powerful, successful career. Men have been doing that all their lives, you know, Mm -hmm. like for generations, but for women, it's relatively new. And so what women are still trying to understand and get a grasp on is, um, and then that, then that fails them a lot of times with men and with relationships is that they don't balance very well the, the work in their career and making time for dating or for a man or for the relationship in their life. And a lot of time, men, uh, women think that they almost have to come across like a man. Mm-hmm. It's a man's world. In order to be successful, I kind of have to be like this tough as nails, mm-hmm. uh, kind of man-like woman. And, and there's a big phrase going around these days. It's a, it's a hashtag called lady balls. You know, hashtag lady balls, hashtag boss lady. And, mm-hmm. you know, women don't understand that that's like the farthest thing from attractive and sexy to a man. Mm-hmm. A woman mm-hmm. says she has lady balls and she's a lady boss. 
so it's it's women are a consequence of they're calling themselves a feminist and they're they're you know really um touting how much power they have They're forgetting that that's actually not really feminine and you can still be powerful, but feminine at the same time. Right. It's that femininity that men don't have. Men don't have femininity and we're and they're innately, primally attracted like a magnet to femininity because it's mm-hmm. what they mm-hmm. Masculine, they're surrounded by men all day. They're tired of that. When they want a relationship, they're attracted to the softer, more sensual and, and qualities of femininity and the, the qualities and energy that they don't have that is their opposite that makes wow. them feel you know attracted and drawn and peaceful and that is what women are totally stamping out right now unfortunately mm-hmm. it's, causing mm-hmm. them, it's causing them to not attract men to have real problems with attracting men and for relationships to break up right absolutely yeah and i just really see that or they have like men who you know, don't make them feel feminine, right? They're like, oh, I have to be the strong one in the relationship, right? Like my, my partner is so emotional and he's all over the place and he can't make a decision, right? So it's, there's like, no. So what I always find really fascinating, yeah, is like, you know, my women come to me and are like high-powered CEOs and, and yeah. golf professionals and what have you. Right. And, and they tell me, I just need somebody who's stronger than me, right? And and, and can you speak to that, that like, you know, that understanding or, you know, how to understand, like, it's about polarity. It's not about like even bigger and better, right? But it's like, no, what's like the opposite of who you are, right? Like, that's what you attract. And how can you go yeah, into that? So that's a, t- a tough one, but it's something I talk about a lot with my women because mm-hmm. I, most of my clients are very strong, powerful successful woman mm-hmm. uh, and it's interesting they're the ones who are having issues the most issues with attracting men it's are those women so obviously there's something that's going wrong there something's wrong with that picture and the thing is that it's women most women especially stronger women do want a strong man mm-hmm. they do want a man to feel um you know, they, they want to feel feminine and they want to feel like they're protected and they want a man to be stronger than them so that they can feel like they, they have a real partner and in the mm-hmm. world and, and lean on them as a rock. But so, you know, I think that women are, strong women too, are very much entitled to having a guy who's stronger than them. And I think that that does, you know, work for the most part. Um, I think that they, they should have a man who's stronger than them if that's what they want and if that's what they're attracted to. The only problem is they're usually going about it the wrong way and they're not even making room for a man to stand up and be a man. A lot of these women is what I've found. And it's not, you know, of course there's exceptions to the rule, so I'm not making a generalization. But from what I found through working with these women, a lot of them uh, are kind of like ball busters and they're mm-hmm. so masculine to men, they're so strong, that even a strong man who walks into their presence, first of all, they won't even have time, they won't even have that space to shine in, a, in that woman's presence because she's so overpowering and she's so um, often managerial or trying to undercut him. The way that she speaks to him is not in an empowering mm-hmm. which, which uh, which empowers his masculinity and appreciates it and brings it out and lets it shine. 
Mm -hmm. in a way that undercuts him or emasculates him Mm -hmm. or is in a way like she's saying lady balls okay that's a great way to basically castrate a guy even if he's a really strong guy that's not going to be attractive to a man he doesn't want to be with another man essentially right women if they want the stronger man and she's a strong woman awesome but make sure that you're going about it the right way and that you're making space for a man to show up as that strong man you're not scaring those strong men away mm-hmm. by being in your masculine and strong energy. Mm-hmm. And when you're with a man, make sure that you leave the work hat at the office, leave the balls at the office, mm-hmm. and tap into your sensual, softer, feminine energy. So he sees that opposite and want and is drawn to it, and he he has time and space to shine. That's what's going on for the most part that I'm seeing is that they're not going about it the right way if their goal is to attract a stronger man. Yeah, I definitely, I so agree with that. And, and, and I think it's such a blind spot, right? Because they, you know, there's like this fear of like control and, you know, what if I can't trust this guy, right? So, you know, can you speak more to that? Like, cause you know, where's this coming from, right? Like why? Why is it not okay for you to put on a dress? I mean, even if it's not like literally, but you know, like energetically, right? Or, you know, on apron when you enter, when you enter the door, right? And just leave your, your suit, you know, like in front of the door, right? And you can pick it up tomorrow morning when you go to work. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what's interesting is that I grew up uh, in a more conservative family Mm-hmm. My grandmother and my mother were always telling me the most like traditional conservative dating advice, you know, <laughs> and they, and they more so, more so honor traditional roles. By the way, my mom, is, just to be said, she is in a very um, blissful, happy relationship. She finally found her soulmate at age 50. Yay! Her time's the charm. So, Let me guess, you matched her up. <laughs> I wish I could take full credit for it. I, I assisted her and guided her in the process of attracting him, but I wasn't the one who handpicked him. Oh, okay. So okay. I just have to give credit where it's credit to. So it was a team effort. All right. Awesome. So, but anyway, so, but they're, they, my mom and my grandmother and the women in my family mostly embody the traditional gender roles. Mm-hmm. And, and they're also very, very strong women at the same time. Very mm-hmm. strong women, but they also know how to honor the man and, mm. uh, honor those more traditional roles that, you know, wear the apron when, when he comes home from work and put on some makeup and look hot still, mm-hmm. uh, support him, you know, make him feel powerful like a man. And he in turn then cherishes you and makes you feel powerful and respected. So I grew up with that. And then I went through a stage where I actually became a lot more liberal and was more like, whatever, you know, we can do exactly men and women could do exactly the same as, you know, as each other. And, we don't have to conform to traditional gender roles, um, which is where most women are at these days. However, what I've found is I've gone back to more of my conservative traditional gender roots because I've seen through years and years of research and my own personal experience, it is just what works. Mm-hmm. There for a reason. It was kind of designed for a reason and it's um, the yin and the yang. Right. So a lot of times women will, you know, Media and society has kind of fostered this myth that being the feminine is weak and being even um, appreciative or worshiping of your man or someone who's a stay-at-home mom who who chooses that to be a stay-at-home mom 
or a wife is sudden is somehow weak or it's lesser than mm-hmm. we've also mm-hmm. fostered other myths that are dangerous like a vulnerability is weakness it's bad it's lesser than right I think that they have to be this tough as nails persona and you know uh, wear a pantsuit and throw out any kind of sense of femininity Mm -hmm. I don't have to dress up to to be a strong woman. You know, I don't have to conform to those gender roles and stereotypes. I want to be a working mom because I, it's empowering to me and all these things. Great. But how's it working for you? You know, because it, what I found is that, oh my God, femininity is actually so powerful. And most men know that actually men and women are not actually equal. Mm-hmm. Women are stronger than men. Women are the better species, the better gender. Mm-hmm. And most men know this. They they feel like behind every strong man is a stronger woman. Mm-hmm. And the way that men back in the day revered women more so, they opened doors for them, not because they saw them as weak, but because they respected them so much. They wanted to open the door for them like a princess. You wouldn't let a princess or a celebrity open their own door or drive themselves around, you would more so like want them to have that quality star treatment. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that's more so where it came from. It's not because we men thought that they were fragile and weak, but because they wanted to protect them. They wanted to do nice things for them because they revered women. And now with all this pushing of equality down everyone's throats, it's almost, I think, taken away from women's specialness. And, mm-hmm. and uniqueness and s- strengths that only women can offer society and men. I just kind of went on a long tangent, but I think that it's important for women to realize that these kinds of things are are powerful. They're not weakness. Being vulnerable is powerful. Being feminine and utilizing your feminine traits and qualities are very powerful. They're not mm-hmm. weak. Yeah, have it kind of backwards right now. So if women actually tap more into their feminine energy and allow themselves to surrender sometimes to a strong man, it's mm-hmm. only going to actually, it's going to be the most fulfilling thing because that's what at every woman's heart and soul deep within that, deep beyond society, what society tells you you should do or the, what the media is telling you. In every woman is a deep desire to almost surrender to a strong man and be taken care of and be protected and be cherished and be revered totally oh my gosh like and i think you know part of it is also what i see with my women is they don't know how to be with all that Mm -hmm. you know um with with not only that openness but also with all that attention that they're then getting and all the power that they're then feeling right they're like oh, wait i can't own that i have like i you know and i start to make like excuses for why you know oh no i don't i don't have like that much power you know don't i'm not like that special right and and so i think that's like the next challenge is to yeah. own control also like women are so afraid to let go of control and mm-hmm. of course it takes the right man you know you should you should you know, we, we women also, we want to respect the man before we really want to lose control to him or, or right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women don't understand the secret is that when women and men's needs are a little bit different, men's number one need is for respect, respect and admiration. Mm-hmm. Women's number one need, if we're honest with ourselves, actually, 
it's not to be respected. It's to be cherished. We want to be like, have our feelings cherished and revered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We respect a man. He wants to cherish us. When we fight so much for that respect, which is actually more of a primarily a man's first need, then he doesn't know. He feels like he's in competition mode. Not in, he doesn't have that space and desire to cherish the woman. So right now, women are fighting so much for that respect from a man. And mm -hmm. it makes them, they might get the respect, but they get the wrong kind. They get a man respecting them like a work colleague, mm -hmm. not like a woman that they desire and want passionately and are devoted to. Yeah, absolutely. I even see it like on The Bachelor because it's like so timely, right? Mm -hmm. Um, that it, like the women that he lets go is like, I respect you so much, but I'm not in love with you. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. Well, great. You know, and it's interesting to just even see on those shows. Like, really, this is like, no kidding. You could totally see it. Exactly. You know, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Right. And the in love, that's really comes from what you talk about. That's the, I cherish you. You know, I adore you. You know, I just, I could care less about respect. Yeah. It's somewhere in that too. I'm sure. He but it's not like primary. Respect. Yeah, respect comes inadvertently through cherishing. Of yeah. course, we respect you. But that's like, um, that's like, of course, that's going to happen, but it shouldn't be the number one thing you fight for. You should be more so wanting to, to bring out his, wanting, his want to cherish you. Because right. if a man, you know, if a man sees you as someone who is, you know, if he desires you, then his natural, like his best masculine traits are going to come out. Fight for you. Cherish you, romance you, and prioritize you. All those things that women want. And yes, respect you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, it's so juicy. We could like talk forever about all of this, Diana. We're like so on that like same page and we feel the the pain of like that strong you know strong super uber woman right who just like feels like she has to do it all and in reality you know your man actually wants you to be a princess yeah you know? and that's that's an, a man's like biggest pride and joy is actually when he takes care of a woman yeah and women can take care of themselves technically now we can provide for ourselves but here's the thing um and this goes along with another point of mine. A lot of strong women don't feel they, they are, they're thinking that they need to prove themselves to a man. Um, and that they're more attractive by like, by playing up their accomplishments, their intelligence, mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to make themselves attractive by being like, you know, I'm partner of my law firm and I graduated with a 4.0 and this and, you know, Ivy league school. And, and they're, they're trying to almost, compete with the man or show him how smart or accomplished or successful they are thinking that the way to a man's heart is the same way that it is to a woman's heart mm -hmm. they're almost afraid sometimes to build a man up and say how you're so great or you're so smart or mm -hmm. you. they're afraid of saying those things because they think oh it's going to get into his head and it's going to give him an ego trip and all that stuff now the truth of the matter is that men love that they thrive off that and they actually need that they need that they feel wow. men are actually very insecure at heart and they they need that um affirmation from women from the women mm -hmm. and the way to a woman's heart for men for men is to tout those things because we have that deep need for providership and protectorship so 
Yeah, when we see a man who's very accomplished and very intelligent and very successful, we are attracted. That is a turn on for women. That's sexy. But women don't have, don't men aren't attracted the same way women are. That is not necessarily sexy things for a man. What's sexy for a man is your feminine traits, your sense of humor, your your laugh, your you know, your playfulness, your joyfulness. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that my, my husband Brody always says, you know, he says like the women is the most, the woman is the most attractive to a man when she's in her inner girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just like stuck with me, you know, like, because how can you be like sharp or respectful? Like, you know, when you're in a girl, right? When you're in your inner girl, you're just like, God, she's so magical and she's twirling around and she's yeah, like, she's I'm just, you know, you visualize like Disneyland and all those little, you know, princesses and the BBD body B boutique, you know, whatever it's called, you know? Yeah, like, I always say it's like a seven-year-old girl on a playground with pigtails. That's what you got to put yourself into, that kind of a, a energy. Right, right. Awesome. Well, it's been so, so amazing that some of your juicy wisdom and your insights and, and just like your new perspectives, Deanna. And I'm sure like the listeners are, you know, curious to hear more about it, how they can now authentically track their man. And so, so let them know how they can get in touch with you or any special, you know, goodies or anything you have to have in store for them. <laughs> well, if you're a woman, then you should go to my women's site. It's called datingcoachdiana.com. Mm -hmm. And the datingcoachdiana.com has all my program, my coaching programs and a matchmaking program for women. And you can sign up, you can get a free gift, which is the three biggest uh, dating mistakes that modern women make with attracting men. So that's a good free gift that you can just download if you go to my website, datingcoachdiana.com. And I also do makeover programs, um, makeover and matchmaking and coaching programs, either via Skype or in LA, which is where I live. So look out for that. And, uh, you know, my authentic attraction program right now, it's, it's a membership site for men, but I'll be coming out with an att authentic attraction membership site for women. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. All right. All right. All right. Lots of, lots of goodies in store and, and give the website one more time or the. Yeah. And I teach women a lot about these concepts. It's getting them in touch with their feminine, getting them to really powerfully attract men with, with much more, much less effort and more tapped into their natural instincts so that men are devoted to you, crazy about you and want to put a ring on it. And that's Deanna, datingcoachdeanna.com if you're a lady and deannalorraine.com if you're a man. Oh, okay. So the ladies get the dating coach, the men get the Deanna Lorraine. They get the whole enchilada. Okay, I get how this goes here, you know. <laughs> I'm a dating and relationship coach, but there's only one domain name, datingcoachdiana.com. Yeah, 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 I'm just playing with you, you know. <laughs> well, Diana, thank you so much for, for being in, on the show and delighting the listeners with, with all your insights and all your wisdom. Thank you for having me anytime. I'd love to come back. Awesome, awesome. And if you're struggling with trust issues and attracting emotionally unavailable man, and you're just, man, I'm so sick and tired of like questioning and doubting myself, and hop on over to my website, findawanelite.com. Grab your 60-minute discovery call with me and let's get to the bottom of this girlfriend and let's get it going, you know? <laughs> let's see why you're incongruent and unavailable, right? So that's really, that's what we all know. That's what it's all about. 
So, all right, Diana. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Much more to come. We're all excited. What's good new store for you? And to the listeners, thank you for listening and for watching to the YouTubers. And I'll talk to you later at the next time. Okay. Take care. Much love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hearts to you. Hearts.